Hi guys, this is Emeka Benero from Play Emeka Radio and you're welcome to Business Class. Business Class is where you get to learn more about entrepreneurship, career development and of course your personal development. So sit back, relax and enjoy. Hello everyone, you're welcome to another educative and exciting episode of the business class. The business class is where you learn a lot about business, entrepreneurship, career development, and of course, your personal development. I'm your host, Emeka Ben. You can call me Plemeka. On, on today's episode of the business class, today's episode is titled The Business of Food want to learn more about the business of food what does it take to start a food business and how to grow one right here in nigeria west africa so i have none other than the best person to teach us about the business of food is his name is chef Ete asam he has over 20 years experience in in food and mixology he is the bbm pepperdam season um food vendor and also the judge at the street food kings niger like i said before he has a in food is also the chief rotisserie and chief mixologist at Ete's finger licking barbecue and cocktail it's certified a certified mixologist from schools in south africa the united kingdom and of course america he's well known and well celebrated right here in Nigeria. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Chef Ete Asam. Hello, Chef Ete. Good evening, audience. Good evening, Emeka. Um, it's an opportunity to be on this and I'm very grateful to have me on this platform. Fantastic. Thank you so much for honoring our invitation. So, today, we want to learn more about the business of food. Before we dive in, you know, it's there's a misconception on how the food business actually goes about. When you talk about food, people only see from the perspective of either a, a local um, canteen or a premium restaurant. How can you demystify um, the, the the journey or the business of food before we now go into your own personal journey? Take us on that. Okay, thank you much. First of all, uh, I to notify my audience that I started this journey 20 years ago when I was in the University of Calabar. As a student, um, I wanted to have an income. I, I, I grew up in Lagos, but I found myself in the University of Calabar. Income coming much because my mom was a civil servant. Um, my dad was late and um, most of my um, siblings when they were well to do but they really didn't have time for me so i thought out myself by looking to do like you know i tried lots of things with my hands i tried being um what's it called i tried doing shoes i left shoes i did a little bit of marketing buying and selling i was filled until to meet friends who now brought out what I will put the best of me to the market. 
he told me that look he knows i like cooking i, I talk a lot about food but have i thought of going into the food business and i said ah oga it's 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 cumbersome because I really don't know where to start from. He said, okay, let me tell you one thing. I found out that you look more like an outdoors man. I want to teach you something called barbecue. And I said, look, right now I'm looking for money for survival. I have to go back to school. You know, those days we used to have mm-hmm. lots of strike, all this strike time. And, you know, everybody would just hang around, you know, maybe in church or we just got talking. And then I said, okay, that he wants to give me a brief history of how he started cooking and how he made money. Mm. That he went to the University of Ibadan and he had three restaurants in school. And that one popped to my eye. He said he never stayed on campus. He was one of the first guys around that had the car. He had the power bike and he was in a prestigious, uh, a prestigious um, club in school then in UI. That popped to my eye and I said, how did you do it? He said, with chicken and chips. I said, chicken and chips. He said, yes barbecue chicken and chips that am I interested I said okay right now what I am interested in is to survive in Unicar you know he now asked me how much do I take to school I said like 30k he said 30k a month or 30k a semester I said <clears throat> 30k a semester he said how do I survive I said well by and by you know you fetch on guys you do some little little runs and I said okay that if I'm patient enough, he will teach me how to make money. And that was how the culinary school started, or the culinary journey started. He took me to then NYSE camp at Ikbaja, where he said, I should be doing the grilling. I've never grilled before. Not that I've never grilled before, but I've never grilled to that magnitude of grilling five or six or seven cartons of chicken. You know, normal grilling is maybe when you have a party, you just do one or two chicken or hands but now seeing myself grilling as far as selling mm. and I found out that it became very lucrative you know at the first week I I, I I was trying to get myself but after this first week I became a pro I started grilling you know and after all that he now asked me he said see this is what you can do in school and make extra income for yourself so that you can survive in school mm-hmm. when I was leaving he didn't have much he now said I should just kneel down that he wants to bless me. That anywhere I put my hands or anywhere I set up my grill in anywhere on the streets that I will sell. And that was how I left Lagos coming back to Calabar. Mm. On getting to Calabar, I used to say in the correct, you know, one of the when when you say when you say one of the when you say one of the biggest hostels in school then. There mm-hmm. I was, you know, and we had lots of girls from Lagos who know what's up. Mm-hmm. That was how I started in my in, in my in my hostel. People mm-hmm. laughed at me. Oh, lots of boys. Yeah, you you were doing a cream boy. Look at you now. You are doing chicken. Bros, it was all about survival. Mm-hmm. When I started, I was just doing only chicken, and I was selling out. I just found out that I was spending. I was making. Mm-hmm. I started the business. 20 years ago with 2,500 naira. That was my... I bought a carton of chicken for 1,005. I bought charcoal and spice for 1,000. And that was how the story started. Mm. Every weekend. Because my my hostel had... the My landlord was a bourgeois in Calabar. So he had his friend... He had his friends come around to play squash. He was like... We had like a sports center. So all those who is who 
in Calabar used to come there, and that was how I started selling to them. Before I knew it, they loved my chicken, and they started engaging me for their events. Mm-hmm. They started engaging me for their events. Before I knew it, I was cooking for the governor, I was cooking for senators, ah, and it was becoming something else. But then I was just doing only chicken until Obasan John now banned, or President Obasan John now banned um, frozen food from coming to Nigeria. I got so this day I just sat down and these men were hungry. And one of them just asked me, How come you're not doing chicken? I saw that there is chicken again in town. They have stopped bringing chicken in, custom and everything. He said, Look, there is more to barbecue than what I think. Hmm. I said, That opened my eye. Look, there are more things you can barbecue than chicken. Just go and look for a cook or look for a book. And that was how I went into the market and I bought my first culinary book. I bought the book called Spice and Barbecue. Hmm. It wasn't even in Calabar. I bought it in Lagos. And I bought it in one street in Bariga, bent down. Hmm. The book was just there. Nobody wanted to buy it. I bought that book for um, give or take. I think I bought that book for three um I bought that book for said no two fifty two naira fifty cover <laughs> and that was how I started reading <laughs> and that's how I started reading I started reading I started combining I started knowing things I started looking out for spices that I would naturally not look for I started asking myself what next what would, where where do I see myself in the next ten years where do I see myself in the next twenty years well. By by learning, I'm a linguist. But mm-hmm. by profession now, I'm a chef. You know, after school, I did my I did my I did my diploma and my degree in linguistics. After school, before school, I because I started business in school, my year three, I sat down and asked myself, I was making money, I was making good money. I asked myself, what is the next thing? Do I want to further or do I take up this culinary journey as a career? So I went, I went to my mentor and asked him. And he now said that look, chairman, you good at what you do. Why waste your time? Do you want to become a billion? Do you want to become a politician? No. Do you want to work for the government? No. So he now said, look, instead of wasting your time going to buy a post degree um, post degree or a master degree from why not go to the culinary school and that was how my culinary journey started mm. then there were no renowned culinary school in Nigeria so I had to do online classes I entered for online classes I started doing barbecue classes you know I started meeting who is who in the barbecue world all over the world this, this one I am telling you this was like um, 2004 2005 Wow. I was always going to, and you know, we, we didn't have the internet at home or the Wi Fi. So I have to go to Cyber Cafe. Yeah. I'll sleep over. When people are writing projects, I'm writing barbecue. And people are like, what is this guy? What are you up to? Then I would, nobody could, you know, then DSTV was not like, now everybody can afford. Mm-hmm. So we'll go to my uncle's house, who was a politician, a big boy in Calabar then. I would sit all night watching Food Network, and there was BBC Food then. You know, I would just be watching, be taking notes, be writing, be thinking, you know. People laughed at me. My family laughed at me. My mother could not believe what I was doing. She was like, ah, 
after all this while going to school, why are you ending up being this kind of thing? So who will take care of me? I said, mommy, relax. This thing I am doing. He said, when is this thing going to be fruitful? When is it going to be fruitful? Until I started sending my mother money in school. She didn't believe it. She called my uncle and said, are you sure this boy has not started stealing? Then mm. he just sent me 50k. Ah, 50k from where? I said, mommy, I've started business. Before I knew it, I I became the talk of the school. Every every show I was present day and night when my mates were going to the club on Friday night I was going to the market to buy chicken knowing that when they come back from the club they will look to eat Saturday morning and I was ready to start. so they were assured that look I will know in the morning chicken and chips will clear our hangover mm-hmm. that was how the story started fantastic after Fan- I finished school after I finished school um, NYC it's time to go for NYC. I told my mates I was not going for NYC. They said, why? I said, look, see, I want to tell you that I'm not saying you you can't go, but to me, it's like a waste of time. Mm-hmm. I'd rather take an exemption and face my culinary art than going to waste one year jumping around. I don't see anything for... And they said, hmm, this guy, yeah, just do something that in this time and age, nobody's doing... I said, look, I have seen my future. You guys, I don't know what you guys are up to, but this is where I want to. This is the path I'm taking. And that was that day. Today is another story. I was opportune because of I had been consistent and I stood for what I believed in. I had opportunities to meet governors. Before I knew it, I was, I was cooking for Nollywood actors. I started cooking for stars. My first international star I cooked for was Akon. Wow. That was Calabar. Calabar Carnival 2011. 2012, the story was another ball game. We repeated ourselves. This time I was cooking for Fat Joe and White Clef. Hmm. And before I knew it, I became a household name in Calabar. And that was how my journey started. I said it for governors, and like I said, and time the governors are hosting, governors or the president, I was always at the function, doing what I know how to do best, grill. And that was how I took it for over 10 years. And I wanted to be more, I wanted to add more. So that was how someone came. There was one inauguration, I will not forget, Yelimoke's inauguration. And they were looking for a mixologist. So I'd been in some finding, you know, just knock here and there, you know, those, our normal chapman and here comes the event planner and say, ah, look, oh, he called, she called the decorator and said, look, my mixologist can't make it from Lagos because he has another event and doesn't know what the time and the inauguration is the next day. How do we do it? Mm. It's God's favor. Anyway, the so now there's a guy in Calabar, he does barbecue and he has done cocktail parties. I think he's good. He can afford, he can handle it. Mm. That's how they, I was called up. And the woman just asked me some questions. Funny enough, you see, my brother, you see, reading goes to light. And when you you have light, you know, yeah. that's the one of the highest form of understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, she was asking some questions that were very abnormal, that were not in the cocktail world. And I told her, look, no, madam, we don't use this, we use this. We use this for so, so, so time, we use this, 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 this because I had read. 
And she said, no, this guy, you're a bartender. You are going to handle this. The money was not much, but the experience was huge because it was something I never thought would have brought out something in me. But it brought out something that has sustained me till today. Even at this pandemic period, I still make money. Wow. Now I can now say I make my own drinks and I'm trying, I am writing my own barbecue book which is coming up very soon I don't want to bore the audience <laughs> but I would have continued to tell you more stories <laughs> so let's go until, into okay. <laughs> until last year when I was called upon it's a privilege and it's God's grace it's not by my will to come and cater or cook for the big brother Niger Pepper Dem season 5 for the housemates wow you know that was the highlight of it you know like the whole world has seen me, you know. People started calling me everywhere, all over the world. And the ones who knew me when I was growing up, the ones who knew me when I was in school, everybody, you know. They say, uh, they say, how did they talk to me again? They say, uh, 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 how did they, and I failure, and I ain't no get, failure, and a bastard. Success, get plenty, Papa. So, <laughs> Not true. <laughs> So everybody now is now my friend because they had seen, you know, this guy is going somewhere. And I thank God for my family. I thank God for my wife who started the journey with me because I was getting married to her. My wife is uh, by profession a photographer, but today she's a pastry chef. Wow. Her, her siblings told that, how come are you, you are getting married to a fish man <laughs> when there are doctors and everywhere? Wow. Yes, now. They, they say they don't call you the name if you are known for that means you are not making progress yeah they don't call that name that you are supposed to be called that means you are not making progress and she said look I have seen the future with this man so we ride or we die oh fantastic so that's how the story has been ever since now let's go to um, quickly let's talk about the business side of what you've been able to achieve um, you've told us your story of how you started so now, have you formed a business out of it? Because personally, I've experienced um, not just tasting and enjoying your culinary skills. I've also experienced the, um, what you've been able to do as a business person. You've been at GT um, Food and Drink Festival. You've been at so many other taste and um, something festival. It's Drink Lagos. It's Drink Lagos. You know, you've been at so many other festivals. So my question is, how have you been eight and now I know that you've you now have your own place. Uh, I don't know if it's located in Lagos or Calabar, but I know that you have your own restaurant now where you sell the Calabar for now, yeah. Calabar. It's not like a restaurant, it's just more like uh, a dive, it's like a takeout. A takeout, fantastic. You know, funny enough, I opened during pan- this pandemic. Wow. And you know, I've been listening to different people's different people's opinion. I'm in a group on the WhatsApp where we have Lagos restaurants, and you know everybody's talking that look now it's home delivery, it's takeout, opening a restaurant, nobody's coming. You just have those aesthetics with your AC, you're paying for big, you're paying big bills, and you're not making much money. Mm-hmm. So my wife and I just sat down and said, look, let's tell you the truth. Right now we sell street food, but let's take the street food to another level. Mm-hmm. Instead of standing on the streets, let's get a place nice and cozy where people can wait for their food. They do their, wait for their samosa, wait for their jobs, wait for the grills, do their pickup, and there they go. 
Mm. So I didn't really open something like a sitting or you know you have somewhere you can eat. You know, it's not. I didn't open a bistro. I just opened a takeout, and it has been awesome. Wow, that's great. That's great. So now looking at that, um, what would you say to people that are trying to get into this business? What do you think would be um, the best way to get into, you know, the food business? Um, Emeka, one thing I like to tell people is that, look, I got to the level I got to because I decided not to compromise on quality. It's a lot of people are into the business because they want to make money. I'm into the business now because I want to get, serve humanity good food. And you see, food is health. And if people don't see it from that level, they continue to cut corners and yes, there's money in food. I know like a place like Lagos where you have let me let's be let's be let's let's be let's be truthful. Let's be truthful. Lagos is over 30 million. Yeah, yeah. Anything anything flies in Lagos. Because why? It's not they are eating for survival. Yeah. Make something just day belay, maybe they move on. So mm-hmm. people are capitalized on it. Mm-hmm. And like I tell people, it's, it's not, it's not, I, I'm not judging. I grew up in Lagos. But now coming to Lagos, I find it hard to eat because I'm afraid. Hmm. I'm afraid of the kind of oil, I'm afraid of the kind of hygiene, the kind of water. Hmm. You know, I tell people that if I cannot eat my food, I cannot serve it. Hmm. I'm so particular. Some people come and say, I come, your small chops in Lagos, small chops is 300. Then I say, Yes, fine. But do you know how they do it? Hmm. Do you know the kind of flour they use? Do you know the kind of oil they fry with? And you know, funny enough, people don't understand that oil. When you eat oil, it goes straight to your blood. Hmm. And you now have a bad oil. You now have form. It now blocks your arteries. We are talking of heart attack, cardiac arrest. So where are you coming from? I told myself, if I'm going to go on this journey, I will not compromise quality. Mm. And people who know good food will look for me, like they say, who is your target market? Yeah. And I tell people who want to come to the journey, that look, let me tell you the truth, come in and be truthful. Be honest about what you want to do. Do you want to make money or do you want to save humanity? Mm. If you want to make money, you will not last. But if you put it at the back of your mind, like I write on like my hashtag, the grill most fair experience. They are coming to sell experience to people. Mm-hmm. We wake up every morning thinking how to innovate, how to craft out, how to make people happy. I tell people I, I make people happy for a living. Mm. Because you know, when you eat good food, food, good food is life, it brings joy. joy I tell you the truth. There are some people I've met in my life. I wouldn't have met them if it was not for good food. Yeah. I've sat down with governors. I've sat down with ministers. I've sat down with senators all because of good food. They've invited me to their houses to cook. But if I was cooking rubbish, if I was cooking under quality, I don't think I would be where I am today. I remember the first time GT gave me the platform to come to GT, GT Food and Drink Festival. You know, when I got the call and I was asking them, I told them, look, I don't stay in Lagos. 
in Calabar. They said, yes, we know. We mm. have been following your Instagram page for four months. Mm. And we saw you fit. We saw you deem that, look, man, let's give this guy a shot. Mm. Let's leave Lagos and give somebody outside a shot. Mm. And today is history. Give us take and one of the one one of the vendors that have done GT back to back three times. Mm. They keep inviting me. And that was where other food festivals found me. And today is another story. So I like to tell the young people, the young youths who want to go venture into this journey. Look, think about what you are going to do to people's life. The experience you are going to give them is not all about the money. Yeah. Give quality, give experience, money will come. Trust me. Fantastic. Fantastic. That, that has been a great one. Spot on. Um, so before we go, before we wrap up, um, you talked about your um, book. You're writing a book. Um, can you tell us more about that? And in the future, are we do we see anything like um, maybe a masterclass or a course where you can teach people that want to go into the business how to go about the business? Let's Can you tell us more about that? Yes. The, the, the book is about Meat and Grill with Chef Ete. Why I, I call it Meat and Grill with Chef Ete? Because I want to take a barbecue culinary journey. You know, I don't want to... You see, lots of us are getting tired with ketchup, uh, mustard, you know, who wants to do the serere, do you know? Until I found that my sauce was selling better in every event I had gone and ketchup. You know when you come the first time, you ask me, uh, do you have ketchup? And I tell you, I make my own sauce. I said, what's the name of your sauce? And I tell my sauce is called untong sauce. And he said, let me taste it. I remembered when I went to one eat drink, Lagos, you know, all these bush, all these bushes, I just got back. They just came and, you know, ah, don't you have ketchup? Don't you have this? Don't you have that? I said, no, we have our own indigenous sauce. And that was how the sauce became a household first event. You know, those, you know, when event planners ask for their feedback and ask them which would you like to see next time or next year, I'll be opportune to be one of the vendors they call upon. Not because why we give them indigenous food. You know, we are tired of this sugar and spice, you know, yeah. add lots of, we have lots of spices in Nigeria that people don't know about. Wow. So that is why I'm writing a book to portray Nigeria. Kind of, we have lots of spices. Tell you the truth. If I had not left Lagos, I would think everywhere is like Lagos. But look, I encourage everybody to travel around Nigeria once in a while. I didn't know, look, when I was young, I'm, I'm from this part of the country. I'm from the South South. I'm from Akwaibom. But then, those days, when they say Omo Calabar, they just classify everybody as Calabar man. But yeah. you know, when I came to cross I found out that there are over 150-something languages wow. in one state. Wow. In one state. See, these Calabar people are just They have lots of people, lots of languages. And that was how I started, you know, like like I said, I'm a linguist. I had that kind of uh, for my for my what we call this, or what we call project was learning other languages around Cross River State, you know. So, and after that, look, people have different taste palettes, have different taste boards. 
Mm-hmm. It's just how to manage people. You know, there's some people who love stuff. There's some people who like sweet things. You know. So it's how you can manage these people and how you can come to it. But it's all about balance. It's all about balance. True. It's all about balance. True. And balance your your space. And you can balance the ingredients. You know, to just give you a perfect, wholesome taste. Brand full flavor in your mouth. Sorry, I'm using our plenty culinary. <laughs> no problem. I'm sure the audience will love that. They're already salivating as they're listening to you. So, Chef Ete, before we go, where can we find you on social media? And are you, where next are you, are we going to see you? I know it's the pandemic. I know the lockdown. But once things are better, are you going to be in Lagos? Are you going to be Abuja? Where can definitely definitely i'll be i love lagos i love lagos i grew up in lagos i still love lagos lagos is where it happens you know let's leave other states we are coming up but lagos is where it's happening lagos is where if you don't learn lagos will teach you <laughs> <laughs> true 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 yes you know, <laughs> you know they say well if you come to lagos and you never learn <laughs> The streets go teach you what you don't want to know. So, yes, um, you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is share number double There's a chef, Ete, in Jamaica. He took the name before me. So, everybody has been tagging me to him. And they say I should tag Drake, Drake because he has Drake. So, my name is Chef double T-E on Instagram. Then I am Ete Barbecue on Twitter and I'm Ete Assam on Facebook. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. So guys, you heard that he's Chef Ete. That's the, the number eight double T-E on Instagram. Then he's Ete Barbecue on Twitter and on Facebook. BQ. It's a BBQ. Yes. It's a BBQ on Twitter and he's Instagram on Facebook. Make sure you follow him. Make sure you slide into his DM and make sure you pre order the book. This book will change your life. Trust me, Ete knows his onions. He's very good. I have tasted, I've been part of his journey and I guarantee you that you will learn a lot. Ete, we want to thank you for being part of the business class on Playmaker Radio. We hope to have a part two on this and this time around, we want you to take us on the journey of mixology. What is the business of mixology? Thank you so much, Ete. Thank you, Emeka, once more. It's a privilege and honor to be on your platform and it's always a nice time to share with you because I have known you as a teenager and I've known you now as a man. You've been consistent throughout the years. It's been I have seen you grow and I'm very happy and very excited to see you what you have become today. The joy of the Lord is still your strength and will still be your strength. Amen. Thank you so much. So guys, this has been another educative and I like always say exciting episode of the business class. So you can follow me on all social media platforms at Play Emeka, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, 
and of course youtube at playmaker it's been an exciting one i'll see you at the next one cheers cheers